Yo, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. As always, I am your host, Afro, Afro the Prince. You can follow me on TikTok. Make sure you like, subscribe, and share the show. Man, make sure you like, subscribe, and share the show. And you know, every Monday, as you know, consistency is key to success. Consistency is key to success. Um, every Monday, we will talk about something, okay? We will politic, no pun intended. We will politic, we will conversate about something under the sun that pertains to unifying us as an African diaspora, whether it's African culture, African history, whether it's an economical issue that impacts us, whether we're relating it to past or present uh, economical issues, and even if we're going to talk about controversy, even if we're going to talk about social or political issues, and it just so happens, ironically, we are going to talk about a mix of mingling, but the main category is around politics. Dr. Cornell West. Dr. Cornell West is running for president. If you don't know who Dr. Cornell West is, especially in the diaspora, and if the diaspora lives, whether you're on a work visa or you were born as a, you know, nationalized citizen, even though you descend from like Nigerians or any other uh, diaspora group, you need to know who this is. Now, I'm not saying that just because he is black, you are automatically supposed to uh, vote for him. No, 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 no. That is not what we do here, okay? We do look at, we definitely do look at policies, excuse me, y'all, policies, procedures, and anything about the sun that pertains to uh, the progression for us and even the progression for humanity. I tell you this all the time. You know, my my, my goal in life, I, I use all the things I talk about as a focal point, to, as an example, to say, hey, my people can do it. Everybody can do it. Ain't no cap to that. I, that's something I believe in. If my people can do it, humanity can do it. For sure. Uh, but let's get to it, black people. Let's get to it. So now. Um, Dr. Quarter West says that, you know, I'm putting my hat in for the presidential race. Now, of course, he says he is for the people, by the people, and amongst the people, you know, people's campaign. But here's the thing. As soon as I heard about this news, I started asking around the neighborhood, around the collective. I said, hey, did you know Dr. Quarter West is running for president? The brothers who knew and the sisters who knew was like, well, you lying. You playing? Um, no, I'm for real. Well, he running for president. They say never. I say I'm for real. He running for president. So with that being said, they was like, you had some skeptics. You really did. Now, you know, I am a philosopher. I'm a student of historians. You know, I'm a student of Pan-Africanism, bro. Liberty and justice. You feel me? That, that's where we rolling. So, of course, me being a student and a speaker I've come across Dr. Cornell West's speeches the same way I came across Malcolm's, Martin's, uh, Kwame Ture, Desmond Tutu. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I done been around the spectrum around the world when it comes to impactful black speakers, African speakers, African descended speakers, uh, us as a diaspora, diasporic speakers. So I'm like, oh, oh, baby, I feel like this is a, um, this is a, a, a very positive and insightful campaign in my eyes. I believe this because I'm like, I ain't never heard 
from my perspective, I've never heard anything that made me give disdain for Dr. Cornel West. Now, what I've also always had to understand as I walk in this path for this path, Liberty for all my people, we are not a monolith. We all deal with the same issues. We all, at some point in our lives, can possibly even face the same uh, racial issues, but we are not a monolith in the way we think. Now, we can all agree on what is better for the collective, but that doesn't mean that we agree on how we get there. Um, So, I've seen a few references uh, from D Democracy Now! It is a channel that you can look on to watch this interview. Uh, I'll make sure I put the link in for that. And um, a Discord, a panel from Ron... Uh, uh, what is his name? Ron Ronald Martin. So Ronald Martin and his show that's, I believe, on CNN or if he doesn't have his own network. Um, you know, there was a panel of people who pretty much believed, I'm paraphrasing, a panel of people pretty much believed, they were like, this is a show. He don't got a, a, a foot to stand on in the race. I'm talking about they completely knocked the brother out the race. They're like, no, he, it, it uh, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, they pretty much was like, he ain't got no chance of winning. This just for him to raise the issues. But why would you raise the issues if you don't plan on putting in no action? Like, I can't see, I can't see someone who kind of categorized themselves in modern day terms as a stepper, right? We're gonna use modern day terms. In modern day terms, you would categorize somebody who really is about the issues as a step in, in social activism and activism in general. So if you a true stepper, I don't see you taking action and saying, yeah, I'm just I'm just up here. You know what I'm saying? Like now they brought up some points that we have to uh address that, that we have to, to look into. And one of those points was with the campaign party that he has associated himself with, which is the People's Party, a Liberal Party, a third party campaign, what is the ballot access that the person actually has? Now, we know there's been, uh, there hasn't been the best rates for black people all around when it comes out to us voting in masses. Now, the biggest turnout you've seen was because of the first, it was the first, which was with Obama, right? That was the first time you you've seen a reverence of yo that black man got a a real shot like a real shot and we ain't about to pass it up being from our generation who grew up from the we are the grandkids of all the civil rights people right because my granddad is oldest is is who's still living is as old as uh king and, and malcolm would be relatively because M malcolm's daughters are uh my mother's age. So that's how I look at that, right? So pretty much Malcolm would be around my grandfather's age, maybe a little bit older, but especially Martin, because Martin was younger. Um now what they do say, getting getting back to like the 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 struggle with him in the race, it says that with a third party campaign, the access to ballots that you actually have is very minimal. They say maybe up to three to maybe like 10 to 15 states, estimately, right? You don't have the, you, and you have to advocate. You have to get on some type of assembly. You have to get some type of a grants to be put on the ballot in every state in the United States to run this national campaign. Now, just because it is difficult doesn't mean it is impossible. You can tell Malcolm that, he'll tell you you capping. 
just because it is difficult don't mean it's impossible. Because if Martin believed that it was impossible, he probably wouldn't have the go the fortitude to push towards his version of a dream for his people and humanity. He ain't say it wasn't difficult, but he didn't. He damn sure didn't say it wasn't impossible. And that's the notion that I feel that a lot of black people are taking, and I don't, I don't agree with it. And here's why. So, I'm I'm gonna play uh, a clip for you guys. And this is the um, this is the uh, opening commercial, right for for him, right. This is his. Uh, I'm coming out. I'm coming out as president, and what that looks like. So let me get this up real quick for y'all. Give me two seconds. All right, all right. Let's do it. Let's do it. So I want you to listen to this, right? And I, I like it. I roll with it. You feel me? I ain't, I ain't, I ain't one of them. I'm solid. So this is his. Uh... In these bleak times, I have decided to run for truth and justice, which takes the form of running for president of the United States. I enter in the quest for truth. I enter in the quest for justice. And the what? presidency is just one vehicle to pursue that truth and justice, what I've been trying to do all of my life. Listen to him. I come from a tradition where I care about you. I care about the quality of your life. I care about whether you have access to a job with a living wage, decent housing, women having control over their bodies, health care for all, the escalating, the destruction of the planet, the destruction of American democracy. Democracy creates disruption. It creates an eruption. It creates an interruption wide from below the energies of everyday people is manifest. And I know there are precious people in your life who you care for. That's why it's important for you to be involved, important for you to participate. We're not talking about hating anybody. We're talking about loving. We're talking about affirming. We're talking about empowering those who have been pushed to the margins because neither political party wants to tell the truth about Wall Street, about Ukraine, about the Pentagon, about big tech. Neo-fascists like Brother Trump or milquetoast neoliberals like Brother Biden. Wow, I'm so happy to make a world-shaking decision. You know what I mean? Well, I know gangsters when I see them. <laughs> and gangsters not a subjective expression. It's an objective condition. Do we have what it takes? We shall see. But some of us are going to go down fighting, go down swinging with style and a smile, accenting the best in you and trying to tease out the best in me. Let's do it together. What? 
Did I don't I don't think you heard that. Now, to me, that's a decent commercial. And it ain't the commercials that's ran uh by what is perceived to be the mainstream media, right? So now this is his page. This is official page. It's www.cornellwest24.com. But what we're going to go through while we're on this page is, like I said before, don't just vote for people just because they may look like you. We still follow and heed the the good old saying that all skin folk ain't careful. You have to see if the if they align with any of the things that you agree with as far as policy change, social change, economic change, civil change, judicial change, like all these things. You have to see if there is even a common ground or if you can even agree with this. So I'm going to go through what he highlights as his policies, right? Real real quick, right? These are highlights. So it says create a true democracy. Now, I don't know if we'll ever get there, but let's roll with it. It says clean out government corruption and create true democracy. Get money out of politics and ban uh, corporate lobbying. Now, as soon as I read that, I always say you got to read between the lines, read the terminology because terminology can either sway you in a misdirection or you can miss the true direction if you don't understand terminology. Now, it says enact term limits in Congress and switch the hand to hand counted paper ballots. Now, from my from my general education and self-taught knowledge and understanding, lobbying in general. Not corporate lobbying, but lobbying in general is used to betterment for the workforce. Now, corporate lobbying may be a different thing. We'll have to Google that and get into it. But that's create a true democracy. It says uh, revitalize our economy, guarantee quality education, housing and living wage and paid leave for all. Why is that important for all of us? Well, come on, you cannot disagree with that no matter what your nationality is, no matter what your race is, no matter what your overall ethnic group is or anything under between. You want quality education for your family, whatever the denomination or version of the family you're trying to create. Your kids, housing, livable wages, poorest, po. That's one thing I've seen. Now, of course, we know that there are different avenues and way that you become poor, but poor is poor. You no one wants to be poor. That is a condition that we have to fight to change. And I believe in that. And it says pay leave for all. You know we need pay leave for all. Okay, look. I, I just seen like maybe two years ago that there was there wasn't even paternity leave, depending on what uh workforce you were in. And that had to be fight for. Expanding social security, uh, fix our infrastructure and forgive all student debt. Now he's big on student debt. I'm big on forgetting student debt. Hey, I need a helping hand. Because the 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 less that I have, the more money I can give to empowering what needs to change as far as our economy and so forth and so on. You feel me? Like I need. Come on now, you you can't tell me you're not understanding or feeling none of these policies just yet. I'm not saying that you got to be right with it and all in and aligned with it, but the overall glasses. Come on now, you you, you got to hear some of this, right? Okay, so. Uh, Medicare for all, guarantee health care to all like every other major country on earth, ensure cohesive care, including dental, vision, hearing, mental substance abuse, and and long-term, lowering drug prices, and abolish medical debt. 
Um, the end of wars. Now nah, I'm gonna tell you the truth. Hey, that that's a that's a big policy. You know what I'm saying? You you talking about you want to end fighting? Fighting. Hey, um, more power to you, big dog. Because hey, people tell me all the time my dream of unity is is a big one. So you know I ain't gonna disagree with you on that one. But here we go. So he says, "In the wars, bring our troops home." I believe in that because if if just I I, I remember watching like Five Bloods, right? Remember the five? Anybody remember the, the Five Bloods uh, movie where it talked about the black troops that go into Vietnam while we are still facing um, the inhumane discrimination discrimination um, back home in the states? So you know, I'm, I'm with that. Bring the troops home if if the, if if it's not necessary and affecting the 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 world rights and humanitarian rights of the people. Sometimes you got to let people disagree. It doesn't mean they're not able to uh, be humane in the way they want to live their life and rule their country. Um, but he said, bring troops home and invest in those trillions of war dollars into the American economy. I believe that same way. Like people, people, I feel that people read surface level and they don't go beyond the caption. Right. Like they literally treat news like Instagram. They'll read the caption. You get caught like that, but you won't read the details up under the the post. You feel me? Um, and of course, you know, support the veterans. We don't mean the veterans because I, I there's there's a tent city in in Chicago. There's a tent city in Chicago. It's usually out west. You know, hey, you got to point out, hey, there's struggles all over the city, north, east, south, and west. Okay, let's we don't do the city divide. I I can't stand that. Um, and put it into the American economy. Support the veterans. Stop all foreign military aid. Uh, close the bases. The ban NATO. Okay, ban nuclear weapons globally. You know, nuclear weapons. Hey, hey, hey. You know that it's a lot of. I said, hey, hey. You know, strong words. Um, expand civil liberties, guarantee equal rights to all Americans, restore free speech, press freedoms, and net neutrality, end surveillance, drug wars, and mass incarcerations, protect choice, stop CBDCs, regulate AI, and break up big tech. Of course, hey, I'm with regulating AI. AI is very useful. I've used AI to do a lot. I use AI to be advanced, so I am not against the positives for AI, but I also understand the same way with, with the push on science. There are things that God takes in his hands and to me only in his hands. So I'm with that. Um, and you see a lot of comedians talk about the, the restore of, of free speech. You know what I'm saying? Like there was a time to where we didn't have a lot of outlets to say what needed to be said. Like, let's be real. You did not have a lot of outlets to say what needed to be said. And then the last one is to protect the environment. So all the the uh, the go green advocates and abolitionists ain't right with you. We say protect the environment, clean up pollution for our food, water, and air, tackle climate change, and shift uh, regulatory agriculture. I believe that we should get back to farming. That is a part of the rooted black culture. I'm going to say that again. Farming as a quote, agriculture it's a part of rooted black culture, especially for Northern black America. Like, I'm serious. We, if you want to go and say that we started this, this country, we were the true 
building blocks, the true builders of this country. We farmed, we carpentry, we we welded, we constructed, we blueprinted, we invented. We did that as far as what you call great America. We were the foundational people behind that. So we should get back to the roots in which we did. There is no shame in saying that I was the coldest carpenter in America. There's no shame in me saying I was the coldest chef in America. There's no shame in me saying that I was the coldest airplane flying, driving, wiving man in America, period. And it's, it's proven. It's proven outside of the indigenous practices where they were already doing agriculture prior to us getting here. But when you talk about what is the civilization in the birthplace of the modern day America, I'm the coldest man up in here. Me and the people who look like me, the blood that run through my veins, I'm just telling you, I'm the coldest man in here. Period. Shout out to everybody else that contributed to the greatest uh, that you do miss the American dream, you know, because again, all of the immigrants come here. But you know, he talks about uh, stop drilling, drilling on public lands. See, I'm telling you, there are things that we believe that you can advocate for together. I know big well when you talk about the page that is called Land Back, although I really I, I want um the black indigenous to be represented in the Land Back page. But here's the thing: Land Back, if you go on their TikTok, this is TikTok, shout out to them. They advocate for saying that these are these are honored and they should be honored from their indigenous treaties that were formed in the foundation of America. That you should stop drilling over my land. This is my land where my family has been since the beginning of time or what I know as time. So you should respect that and bag up. See, he's saying that stop drilling on public lands and invest in clean energy. Investing clean energy, solar power, you know, the, the water wells, and hey man, it's possible. Air power, like you know, it was it was a it was it's it's dread as a theory, it's dread as a theory, but there was a man who created a water-powered engine. And he was a black man. Google it yourself. Hey, you can believe it as conspiracy theory, or you can see if it is real. Um but look at it. So there's possibilities on the other ends of the spectrum. We don't have to. Um, we don't. We don't have to sit by one. Now, here's what I want to go into. Right. So, black people have outed Cornell West. They like, man, he ain't got no chance in winning. Okay, cool. Now. What is the percentage of black people in America, right? Then what do you know about him? So what I didn't get to highlight, because I, I wanted to get to, to the nitty-gritty, because we had to talk about these things. We got to talk about it. So, number one, if you don't know who Cornel West is, Cornel West is a intellectual man. He has stamps to stand on his ten toes with how smart this man really is. So he is a former professor from Princeton and Harvard. He is an author. Okay, he got some youth left in him. He only 70. So I don't want to hear that age thing about man, he old. That man is 70. He is younger than the current administration and probably just as young as the previous administration. So let's not play the age game. You know, melanin don't crack, black don't crack. So get back. Now, he has awareness for global issues, social concerns across race, gender, and lifestyle. 
But here's one thing I want you to get into, right? So, black people, specifically black Americans, don't think he really got a shot. They think this is propaganda. But check this out. If this statement is still true, we're going to go on the estimated pre-stated statistics of how many black people are in America or black Americans to be Pacific. Now, black Americans, right? And the reason I'm using these terms, listen up, 13% of the overall population in the United States, 13%. That means we are not calculating the diaspora. So check this out. You say, man, he ain't got a chance in hell of winning, right? Because it's only, let's say we all voted. That's only 13% of the population. But let's roll in the people who identify as black or Afro who are also a part of the U.S. Census or can be put on the U.S. Census and who have the legal right to vote. That black vote then shifts, don't it? Now, check this out. Uh, shout out to the uh, sor citing sources of P Pew, P-E-W, Research Center, it says 6 million U.S. adults identify as Afro-Latino. So that means they identify as a black Latino. That is 2% of the 12% of the Latin perspective. So that means now, let's just say we wanted to roll with the black vote, right? Now we're getting diasporic. So if you want to roll with the black vote, now you add the 2% who identify as black Latinos to the 13%. That means that we have 15% of the black vote. Boom, we raising up in numbers. Hold on, now we addressing something. So if you go into the black immigrants, there are two major regions that are on the U.S. census uh, that count for the black immigrant voting who are legally allowed to vote on the U.S. census. So that's Caribbeans and Africans account, okay, for 88% of the black foreign who are born in the United States. And this is around... This is an article from like 2019. They say about 24% are African and then 44% are uh, Caribbean. Now, what that means, let's add this up. Okay, let's say the population that's on the census, we're estimating and we're paraphrasing and we're just giving a, a uh, hypothetical. We're just giving a hypothetical. So let's roll with the hypothetical. Let's say you're going to add the Black Caribbean votes, all the people who are from Jamaica, Barbados. Bahamas, uh, Panama, if you don't want to include them in the Latin vote, right? Because the spectrum, um, Haiti, uh, Dominica, the island, not Dominican Republic. Now Dominican Republic also, but that's the Latin vote usually, or the Afro-Latino vote. And you have all the other islands, uh, Grenada, uh, uh, um, Guyana, you feel me? So let's, let's say that's 10% of that, of the Caribbean, have been added on to the black vote. Now we're rolling into 25 out of the whole population in the United States. So we one-fourth of this table of votes that you need, you feel me? Because we're coming into agreement. You see where I'm going? See, now you got to turn your head because first it was, oh, the black American vote is only like eh, 10%, you know what I'm saying? If they really all come out and vote, 10%, okay, I can win without them. But now you have a diasporic or black vote for real. So when you got a black vote for real, now you got a quarter. And we ain't even included the Africans who, who agree and who, who want to roll in this family unit, right? If you really want to roll in this family unit, you really about pan-Africanism, if you're really about 
my people and I love my people and the descendants of my people. We are family. You know what I'm saying? If you're going to stand by the words that Ghana has said that I want my people to come back home and forgive me and I will prove that through my actions, we rolling another 10 to 15 percent of the African vote into the black vote. So now you got 35 to 40 percent of the nation. That means that you don't have a choice but to address the fact that you need me to win this race. And when I say me, you need the black me you need the african me you need the caribbean me you need the latino me you need me to have a foothold in this race and if you don't come and address the things that we think are good for our collective and humanity because remember he still says he's for the people's campaign now we are part of those people, but there are other people that exist. But let me tell you something. Getting back to the point, baby, you gotta come talk to us. You ain't gotta just talk to the black Americans. You have to come talk to us to win this race. Do you see what I'm saying? You saying that he ain't got a chance, Neil. But if we, we, big capital W E say we got a chance to change the perspective of the government's policies. You can't not look at that. You can't not come knocking on my door because you got to talk to me. Now, all those believe that they don't understand these uh, how politics work. Uh, number two and the last point that I'm going to make, you have to back them economically to run a campaign. There needs to be funding. You cannot go off of emotions. That's why I highlighted the policy that he has on his page. All right. Now, what is good for the goose can be good for the gander, but he needs economic backing. So all those who think that you cannot make a change with, with just your vote, you can make a change also with your wallet, man. So all the wealthy black billionaires and trillionaires that's in the diaspora, I'm not just talking about black America. When I say the dollar, we talking about the black dollar and we rolling that together from the euro to the, to the peso. This black valued the Cubans in and uh, uh 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 what is what is it called uh, what's the what's the black city uh Savannah Cuba Savannah uh Larissa in Puerto Rico like come on now the VA the black dollar in VA and well VI not VA VI but like we we rolling and it's a possibility that we can make a change so. Uh, I just wanted to highlight the other perspective. I'm not saying be blind and just vote because he's black. I'm saying don't disregard a man who I believe has the intelligence to truly have an insight into politics. And you're talking about just because he ain't been in politics. Trump ain't been in politics either. He ain't been in politics. I don't want to hear that about he ain't been in politics. I don't care. That's why you have advisors. That's why you have VPs. That's why you have a team. No one person can make the world move, but people make the world move. So if you for it, if you enjoyed the show, man, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button. And I appreciate everybody for listening. Go follow me on Apple and Spotify, man. Get the followers up, get the salutes up, and support the show. I appreciate everybody who support the show so far, and I will holler at y'all later, all right? Peace out. Much love. Much unity.